Hello, welcome back to the Mindful Being Podcast. This is your host, Mariah Catalan. Well, I have been gone for a while. Uh, Apologies for not really letting you know, Um, but a lot has been going on the past couple months, and I had ideas. I had really big ideas that I was going to be able to record and get a lot of new guests on and like summer was going to be a really productive time for me when it came to the podcast and all of that and instead I got pregnant so I am very excited to share that news with you all I am three months along now um that's what all my anxiety has been about. I was talking about in the last episode that I posted. Um, yeah, wow. So just that's been a huge life takeover. Um, we, as you know, have been trying for a while. So the beginning I was worried and anxious that it would stick. Um, I was just worried and anxious about everything, honestly. (laughs) Um, and come to find out a lot of that's hormonal and is pretty typical. So yeah, um, that's what has been taking over my life. I've had some nausea, some food aversions, but thankfully nothing too intense. Um, still been able to go to work and do yoga for the most part. Um, but because of this new baby coming into our life and really kind of turning things all around in a really great way, um, a lot has changed for my priorities. I've definitely been prioritizing a lot of rest because I've been exhausted and I know that I need the rest to help grow this little baby. Um, And I also have just been trying to give myself a break in a lot of ways. And what ended up happening was the podcast was one of those things that I decided, you know what, like take the pressure off, record when you feel ready. So I'm back. I'm excited to share a little bit with you guys um, about this whole process. And I'm not sure that I will be posting these every single week. I will... Um, probably try to stay a little bit more consistent now, but, um, you know, I just want to leave it open because life is busy and it's hard to stay up with something every single week when you have other priorities going on. So the, um, beginning, I guess, is where I'll start with the story. We found out, um, let's see, it was the beginning of June? I believe. Yes, it was the beginning of June. I found out I had missed my period and I never missed my period. So um, decided that we should try and take a test. And um, when it first came back positive, um, neither me or my husband believed it. <laughs> like we took one of those ones that were the two little strips, um, you know, little strips and they have like one line or two lines. And so it wasn't like super obvious. I mean, you could see the line. It was a very clear line, but it was more that like, wait, that means positive. Like, you know, we were like, wait, what does this mean? So we kind of were like excited, but weren't really letting ourselves, um, feel completely like it was a true thing yet because we just kind of 
couldn't believe it. So that night we went to bed and I was like, you know what, tomorrow morning I have a, I have another one of the tests. It's the one that's clear blue. It says the words pregnant or not pregnant. So in the morning, like the hormone's supposed to be super strong. So we'll take it in the morning and that will tell us like if it's really happening or not. And so I did the next morning, took it and, you know, faster than the three minutes or however long, like the word, you know, pregnant just comes up. And of course we were so ecstatic, like, you know, like hugged each other. He lifted me up off the ground, like, you know, just like, oh my gosh, like this is happening. Little tears, um, very excited, but once again, still did not feel like it was real. Um, yeah, we were just like, okay, there's a positive pregnancy test, but like, we'd just been hoping for a positive pregnancy test for the past like 10 months. So it was like, okay, like that says it. So I guess it's real, but, um, you know, I hadn't really experienced any, um, you know, cause I was only, you know, four weeks at that point. So I hadn't really experienced any specific, you know, symptoms of pregnancy or, you know, feelings or whatever. So it kind of was just like all this like magical, like, oh, wow, like, you're pregnant. So that started, started to slowly more and more become real as we began to tell family. We, I mean, it was really hard to not like some people decide to wait until the whole first trimester is through, which I props to those people because there is no way that I could have waited that long. Um, so we told his parents and my mom, like probably within a week of the positive test, I, of course, took a few more tests along the way because, like, I just wanted to keep seeing the positive come up. Um, so, yeah, like, we we told his parents and that it was so nice to see how excited they are and happy and because it's their first grandkid. Um, and so, yeah, they're just very, very happy for us, happy for themselves. <laughs> They've wanted a grandbaby for a long time, so... It was just beautiful, and my mom, of course, was very excited. Um, it was good to see her face because we were able to kind of surprise her over FaceTime, and um, you know, I told her and like, but we kind of kept it just to like a couple people to start because we wanted to be able to tell his brothers and some family members and friends um, in person, kind of before the rumor mill started going. So eventually, you know, we told some really important people and able to tell his brothers and I was, you know, talked to my sisters and kind of slowly started telling all the siblings because I have so many, it takes a long time to get a hold of everybody. Um, and so, yeah, we just kind of started telling everyone early because we were too excited to keep it to ourselves. And, um, I also kind of, I've changed my thinking about this because in the past I was like, oh, I kind of like want to wait with pregnancy before I tell people because I don't want to have to deal, like if I have a loss, I don't want to have to deal with people asking questions and thinking that it's, you know, it's a pregnancy that's continuing if it doesn't. Um, and you know, all of that, like that's a reason that I think a lot of people choose not to is because they don't want to have to deal with the questions and all of that that could come with a loss. Um, 
but what I forget where I had heard it, but it really sank in when I heard this idea that the people that you decide to tell um, about the pregnancy are the ones that are going to be there for you no matter what happens. They're going to be there for you if you have that beautiful little baby or if that baby is no longer for this world. Those are going to be the people that are going to be supporting you and those are the people you're going to need support from. So that's kind of something that's put a little seed in my mind and decided for me that I was going to tell people sooner than later. Um, but I think also the excitement overtook us as well. So things progressed a little farther along and then I went to my first appointment, saw ultrasound and it was amazing because that first like appointment, I expect to see like, you know, maybe like some blobs, right? You just are like, you know, you see people's ultrasounds and they're not like that clear. And they're just kind of like, there's something, it's just that shape of a, you're like womb and you're like, oh, okay. Like that means that somebody's pregnant, but you're not used to like seeing like a form that you can necessarily make out really clearly. Like that's the shape of a human. And, um, I'll actually, I think I'll use for the picture, of this podcast, I'll, I'll post that ultrasound picture on there so you can see. Um, but it's like so clear. The one we saw, like it was like, boom, right away. There's this little baby. You can see the head, the belly, the arms, the feet, and, um, just moving around in there. We get to see the movement and some movement from the heartbeat and oh my gosh, it was amazing to see, like, just to go from the steps, like, of reality of, like, positive pregnancy tests to seeing the baby actually in there being, like, vibrant and alive. It was oh, amazing. And, you know, that both made it, for both of us, made it seem much more real um, and scary and all of the feelings that come with parented and realizing that you're going to be a parent. Um, I definitely want to say like my anxiety has still been so high the past couple of months. Um, just everything of like, what do I need to know and what's going to happen and how's it going to be? And like, not just only birth because that's a scary process, but also like pregnancy and how is my body going to change and how am I going to feel? You know, some people are really healthy all the way through their pregnancies. Some people have to go on bed rest. Like this idea of like what could potentially happen and, you know, of course everything, you know, wanting to be safe with a baby too and constantly being scared that, you know, something would happen and that this baby that I already loved so much would not survive and would I survive if that were to happen? And like, it's just constantly like ruminating thoughts. And I, it's been really hard. Like one of the reasons I had a hard time coming on here and recording is because I didn't feel mindful. I felt like the opposite of mindful. I have been sliding back to a lot of my practices that, um, are my old habits and not really even practices like a lot of just watching Netflix or something like really just filling my brain with something so that the thoughts and the you know anxieties that are coming up just kind of fade out and I can just numb them because they were like too intense for me to process 
because a lot of my more mindfulness techniques is sitting with emotion and sitting with thoughts and breathing through them and you know being mindful that's the whole idea is to be mindful through this stuff and I've really struggled I you know I think it has a lot to do with hormones um and also just kind of this big change in my life has been it's been harder for me to sit with this stuff Um, one of the things that's been really hard for me was this concept of my body and kind of losing ownership of it or, you know, just not being sure what's going to happen to my body. Like, how will it look after I have a baby? How will it feel to be in a different body than I am now? And what if I don't like my body and what if it's not as strong as it is now because I'm not able to practice yoga the same way or like, you know, all of these questions and concerns and worries, like what if I get stretch marks and am I going to hate myself if I have stretch marks? And I know that's such a petty thing, I guess, to think of They're like, oh, you're creating life. Like people tell you like, oh, you, you know, like those are, you know, war, like mama you know, those are like warrior-esque things. And like, they tell you all these positive things to like positively spin this stuff, but it's real concerns that you have. Like, this is my body too. Yes, it's going to, it's creating a life, but how is it going to feel to be in this body and it change and, and all of that. So I had a lot of worry about it. And I actually just finished a session with my therapist Um, We've been doing EMDR therapy about that specific topic of me being connected with my body and wanting to feel like I would be able to love my body no matter what. And so we went through the whole EMDR process. Um, We did tapping this time instead of eye movement, which I felt was really nice because the tapping on my body felt like I could connect deeper to body sensations as well as the thoughts um, so anyway, we just, we just cleared the target and now I can feel completely different about that thing that I was worrying about. Now I'm excited to see how my body changes. I'm hopeful that this process is going to connect me deeper to my body in a way where I feel more myself, um, that I feel stronger and more capable because of what my body can do and create and get through and heal from. So, um, it's just amazing. I just have to like do my commercials for MDR therapy whenever I can, because it is so amazing how the whole process works and how I came into it with a lot of worry about my body and um, how I've been able to switch that narrative through this therapeutic process. Um, So yeah, that's kind of where I'm at right now, catching you guys all up. I had an appointment last week, got to hear the heartbeat, um, and oh, I guess I didn't share some of the more exciting news that we found out. I did a sneak peek test, which is a blood test you can do at home and send off to a lab. And um, they check to see whether you're having a male or female baby. Um, They check for the Y chromosome. So if it's present, they know that you're having a boy. And if it's not present, then it's a girl. 
Um, it was a whole process. I don't know if you've heard of these, but I had to do a lot of things. I had to like scrub my arm to exfoliate. I had to like wipe down the counters with bleach and have everything cleared out so that there's no chance of contaminating um, the sample with any male DNA. Because if a little bit of my husband or anyone that had been in our house if there was any male DNA that got into the sample, then it would contaminate it and show up as a boy and would be false reading. So it's kind of a whole thing, but, um, but I think worth it. So I did that whole process. I took the blood and sent it off and like waited for a few days to find out. And the worst thing was, is that I got the results emailed to me like midday on a Thursday and, um, I did not want to open them by myself. I don't think my husband would have forgiven me if I had opened it, the results by myself. So, um, I did everything I could to like not even see the message come through. I turned off my notifications on my phone. I like just hit everything away and was like, nope, like I'm not going to see this. But of course I still checked because I had to. Um, and so I saw that the email came through and I was like, okay, it's here. <laughs> and then I had to go the rest of the day and go teach my yoga class after work before I could drive all the way 45 minutes home and open up the email with my husband and cross my heart. I was able to wait. I don't really know how must be like a hormonal thing that helps me with patience. But, um, we were able, I was able to wait and we got home, sat down and open up the email and we're having a baby girl. We're so excited and shocked. It actually took me a couple days to even believe that it was a girl because he only has brothers on his mom's side of the family. They only have like three girl cousins and like 20 something male cousins and pretty much same thing on his dad's side. I think there's a couple more girls on his dad's side, but there's just a majority of boys. And since, um, the male is the one that determines the sex, I was like, um, yeah, I'm just going to be a boy mom. Like that is what it is. So, um, I kind of had come to accept that, picked out a boy name that I like, you know, all of that. And then come to get this email and find out they're having a little girl. So, um, we're very excited. His parents are over the moon because they only had boys and it's the first girl in the family. So, and first grandbaby. So yeah, we're all very excited. Um, and I've been feeling a little bit better. I don't want to jump the gun because, um, I'm not really fully into the second trimester yet, but I'm just really hopeful that I'll start to feel a little bit more energetic and less nauseous, a little more of an appetite, kind of the things that they say tend to happen in the second trimester. Um, we'll see, but I'm hopeful that I'll start to feel a little bit better. But if not, I'm still able to function and I'm still able to do my yoga. It just looks a little different. Um, but yeah, so that's the update. That is why I have not been here recording every week. And um, yeah, I just wanted to share that with you. 
I hope that you all are doing well. I hope that you have not forgotten your mindfulness practices. Um, but if you do, I just wanted to kind of let you know that it's okay if you do. We kind of all go through these phases where we're really connected to our higher self, I guess. And then there's, you know, kind of reality hits and things change and look different. And then you know, it is what it is. We, we come back to what we know to be true. And, um, hopefully it's just kind of a growth period that we can learn from. So, um, I will say that yoga nidra has been really amazing for me. It's been like the one thing that I've been able to practice still because it's basically a sleep meditation where you lay down um, so I've talked about it, I believe, on here before, but um, that's a really nice one, especially if you know of anyone who is pregnant and um, needing some rest, restful mindfulness, um, definitely a good recommendation. There's Allie Boothby on um, YouTube. She has some really great ones. Um, and then also you can find the Yoga Nature podcast, I believe and probably audible like there's all kinds of places that you can find yoga ninja meditations um so i've definitely recommend that especially if you're just needing something that's a little bit more slow pace and restful rejuvenating in that way for you so with that i will leave you today i hope you have a great week and I'll be back as soon as I have something else that I feel like I really want to share with you. And hopefully that will be much sooner than later. I hope you all are well. Stay mindful, y'all.